We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Welcome this morning. Well, what we've been doing is um, a couple of weeks ago, we started a series called This Is Us. And uh, I, I want to continue that series this morning and even into tonight as well. Um, I, I believe in us. I think one of the, one of the uh, things that I'm most passionate about is us. I, I love people. I, I mean, I'm not an extrovert as such. But I do get encouraged by being with people and just being around people. I still like being by myself. I still like, uh, so I reckon I'm one of those people that's sort of in the middle. But uh, I love us. I love us because also the Bible is about us. Because us is about the church of Jesus Christ. I'm passionate about the church of Jesus Christ. I'm passionate about you fulfilling the call and the destiny that God uh, died on, that Jesus died on the cross for, for you and for me. And I believe this morning that God's going to minister to you. I pray this morning that something happens in your spirit that goes, you know what? I want to I wanna be part of us. I believe in the church of Jesus Christ, but also who we are as Equippers Church. And so the things that I'm sharing are not just uh, Equippers Church things, they're believers. The, 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 the values for, I believe, every believer. Uh, I've got a great friend down the road at Elam called Pastor Adam Dodds. He's, one, he's a very good friend of mine. And, and we get together and we pray for one another, we encourage one another, and we eat. Who knows that eating is one of the best ways to encourage one another. And, uh, and uh, uh, we've, we're just sharing, we're just talking about what God's placed on His heart, what God's placed on my heart, and we're just believing to see Dunedin City changed and Dunedin City saved for God, for the glory of God. And, but but this, this series that we're doing is about us as a church. And I pray if you're visiting this morning, um, maybe you're looking for a church, maybe you're wanting to know more about Jesus. Uh, if, I would say get into a local church and plant yourself. I believe that's very biblical. Don't float from church to church going, oh, where should I go this Sunday? No, I believe get planted in a local church. Get behind the vision of the local church. Serve in the local church. And I believe you'll start to flourish in Jesus' name. In fact, I was driving here this morning. I believe there's people going to step into a, a new season of flourishing. Of flourishing, you know, flourishing means just like uh, I don't really know what it means, it just means like blossoming. We're using all those words this morning. Uh, I just believe there's, 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 there's people here that have been in the background, but God's gonna launch you into the foreground, and God's gonna say, God's just He's gonna, you're gonna start to see. Your life flourish for God. There's been a preparation season. In fact, there's people in this room that have had prophetic words over their life that you align to Joseph. You align to Joseph. It's time that, you, that, that you've been remembered now. You've been faithful in part of his house. You've been faithful in the prison. And God's done some work in your heart. But now God's going to bring you into a season. I, I don't know who that is, but I just felt that. I, think, I feel like there's many people who need to hear that this morning. Um, so I want to continue on the This Is Us series. I talked um, last week about... Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, and this is us. Let us, 
um, you know, go right into the presence of God. Let us hold tightly. Let us think of ways to encourage one another. Let us not neglect meeting together. And then I went into uh, one of our values as the Equippers Church about honouring honoring Jesus, honouring the presence of God and honouring the Word of God. And so um, this morning I want to move into uh, to Excel. Uh, but before we do that, can we pray together? Awesome. Lord, I thank you for every person in this room. Every person in this room. You know, whether they feel close to you, whether they feel far away, I thank you for every person in this room. Lord Jesus, that you died and you rose again. You took our sin on the cross. You made a new way of life. And Lord, even though we've accepted that, even though sometimes we might stumble and fall, Lord, your word says that you died for our past, our present, and our future sins. So I thank you, Lord, that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I pray for everyone this morning. I thank you, Lord, that the blood of God covers our sin. I thank you, Lord, that you're here to love. You're here to encourage. You're here to minister. You're here to motivate. You're here to bring hope. But, Lord, I pray this morning, our only response is to give you our whole life. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us to do that. Lord, it says you give strength to the humble. Lord, as we choose to humble ourselves this morning, would you bring strength into our heart? into our spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome. So if you've, if, if you've been in the Equippers Church for a little while, you might have heard about what we call our heartbeats. This is our DNA, what we're made up of. And so last week I talked about H, which was honor. Uh, this week I want to talk about Excel. We might get into advance. I doubt it, but hey, we never know. Um, and so the acronym for who we are as a church and our values that we are is, are is our heartbeats. So we call them our heartbeats. It's an acronym, H-E-A-R-T. And so the first one is to honor, second is to excel, and then advance, reach out, and together. And so we just thought this is a good time of year to just go over our values again. Uh, normally we do a course during the, during the Sunday, but I, I just thought, man, it's always good to rehear and relearn some of the stuff. And so, as I said this morning, we're up to excel. But first, is to, H is to honour God's presence, honour His Word, and honour our need of Him. And so, if you, if you didn't um, hear the message, you can go back a couple of weeks, and it will be up on SoundCloud sometime soon. So, um, today we're on to excel. I want to I start off with... Um, a scripture out of Daniel chapter 6, if you've got your Bibles. Who's got their Bible? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Our Bibles are important. So Daniel chapter 6. And so uh, who knows Daniel? A few people. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. So it says, Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administra administrators and high officers, because of Daniel's great ability, uh, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. I don't know if you guys have got the ability production team, but can you switch that to the New King James version? Sorry, I, I forgot to tell you I wanted that New King James. Because that word ability, ability um, really is another word that's called excellent. It says that he distinguished himself above all the others because he carried an excellent spirit. 
I believe as a believer in Jesus Christ that we should carry an excellent spirit. Who, who believes that this morning? It's like, ah, oh, so, so, anyway, oh, you know, oh, maybe I should uh, clean up the sink. Who likes, who, by the way, you need, you need prayer if you don't clean up the sink. Just have the dishes on the side, fine, I'm happy with that. To the sink, come on. How can you clean the dishes if this, anyway? All right, anyone else? Well, who, who's, who's a person who likes putting the dishes in the sink? Be brave. Who's the person who puts the dishes on the side? And who's the student that leaves the dishes all in their room? Or who knows the student that leaves the dishes all in their room? Who wants to point to his... No, anyway. <laughs> anyway, going back to where we're supposed to be this morning. Uh, Daniel carried an excellent spirit because an excellent spirit was in him. I believe as believers in Jesus Christ that the Holy Spirit, if we've declared Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then the Holy Spirit now comes and lives inside of us. There should be something that says, you know what, I want to carry an excellent spirit. And who, who believes that God deserves the best? I believe that God deserves the best. He deserves the best and the biggest crowds. Amen. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the day that, that we start seeing crowds in our stadium glorifying Jesus. And you're like, oh, that could be a mile away. Well, you know what? There's already been events in the stadium that have glorified Jesus. Um, and, but I believe that God deserves the greatest stadiums filled with people. I believe that God deserves the greatest sound systems. Well, there's a, not, not a lot of response then. That's all right. There's a production team like jumping up and down, waving their hands. Uh, you know, I, I believe that God deserves the greatest musicians, the, the greatest uh, multimedia people, the greatest accountants, the greatest lawyers, the greatest social workers. God, God deserves the greatest businessmen and women. God deserves the greatest people. Uh, he deserves the best. And, and, and here's the thing is he's gifted us all to, with all the gifts that we've been given. And then it's our job whether we choose to use them for the kingdom of God. Now, I believe that, you know, you know, the church is the head and not the tail. So out of the church, we should be leading in business areas. Out of the church, we should be leading. And now it's got, uh, we're... we're Excuse me, we're doing our best. But I pray this morning there'll be something that says, you know what, I want to carry an excellent spirit. God has created me the way that He's created me. I'm going to use my life and the skills that God's given me to bring glory to God. Um, there's, a, there's a little country in the middle of Italy. Does anyone know what it is? It's the Vatican City. There's <laughs> a little bit of a trick question. Do you know that the Vatican City in Rome is its own country? You've got to take your passport, go through security to get into the Vatican City. It's where uh, um, St. Peter's Basilica is and all that. It's where the Sistine Chapel is. Who's heard of the Sistine Chapel? It's in the, on the ceiling. Michelangelo painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. And he spent hours Hours, months painting this little chapel ceiling. 
And he got asked one day, he's like, why do you spend so much time painting this ceiling? Why, you know, this is just so small, it's an insignificant little church. And his answer was, God sees. His answer was, God sees. God sees every single little bit of our life. And I don't know about you, but sometimes that's a little bit scary. But if we carry an excellent spirit, and then we can then achieve the things that God has called us to achieve. And so this morning, I want to encourage us, kind of let's have the same response in everything that we do. God sees. If, you're, if your boss is a bit of a hard person to work with, I want to tell you, God sees how you honor him or her. I want to, I want to tell you that. And I've got a testimony that God, God used in my life when I was a building apprentice, how I got persecuted every day by my boss, but I turned up every day on time. I still worked. I did it as much as I could. And I told him about God. He wasn't interested. But when he got cancer, he started asking where I was and could I come pray for him. God sees. God sees. I want to tell you God sees. You know, sometimes you don't feel like honoring that boss. I want to say honor that boss because God sees. Amen. And so God sees us. I want to say let's, let's do what God has called us to do. So here we are this morning. If we're carrying an excellent spirit, are we giving God our best? It's a good question. Are we giving God our best? Or, or are there areas that you know you're giving God your best? And on the other side, are there areas that we know we're not giving God our best? I want to say let's give God our best in everything. Let's carry an excellent spirit um, in everything God has called us to do. Who knows that we deserve, we, we expect the best? Yes, you do. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the best. Who knows when that, when that food comes out cold or that food comes out late, you Instagram it and you go, I'm not coming here again or something like that. Who knows that you deserve, you expect the best when you're doing bungee jumping? You, you don't want anything but the best when you're doing bungee jumping or skydiving. You, I'm like, oh, no, just, just relax, take it easy. Don't worry about doing the safety check today. Of course, we expect the best in other areas, other people in our life. You know, so let's also bring the best in our life. Um, you know, we, we don't want to be a church that just... Uh, hears the Word of God, but we want to be a church that does the Word of God. Uh, you know, with what, what God has given us, we're going to do our best. We're going to just have an excellent spirit in what God has. We decide whether we're going to give our best or not. That's our choice. And I want to encourage you this morning, give God your best. Well, there's three things this morning that I, I want to just unpack and speak into about where we can carry an excellent spirit. And I really believe these things are going to unlock just supernatural blessing on your life. If we can humble ourselves before God and say, you know what, God, I want to bring an excellent spirit. I want to I give my life to you. These three areas will bless you. Well, the first one this morning is, I reckon, I believe that we should give God our best when it comes to our time. Who, who, who's like, ah, there's not enough time in the world and not enough time in the day. There's not enough time in the week. Anyone, anyone, anyone said that before? I've said it a hundred times. Um, but here's the thing is, don't you think God knows what he's doing? It's like, he's given us enough time to achieve the purposes of God 
that he has pointed and given to us as, as an individual and also as a church. And so when we are frustrated, ah, there's not enough time. Maybe there's things that are using up our time that are not what we should be doing with our time. Now, I'm not going to try and give you a time management uh, lesson this morning. Uh, but, you know, if you're doing, if you're pulling all-nighters and running down to that place where you have to put your assignment, I don't know if there's a good time management there. But God's given us enough time. I've never experienced that because I didn't go to university. <laughs> I was smart. <laughs> in, uh, in Psalm 90, verse 12, it says this, So teach us to number our days uh, that we may gain wisdom. God, God says, teach us to number our, days, number our days. When it comes to time, come on, God's given us the, enough time. God, you know, I even, I'll even love the fact that God created the world in seven days. And uh, sorry, six, six days, and he rested on the seventh. So where did this work five days and have two days off come from? I, I don't know where it came from. But... The Bible actually says work six days and have one off. That's the, now we're challenging. I'm not telling you to give up your weekend. Don't take those arrows back. <laughs> but, but, but sometimes I think we get into this mindset of like, oh, no, I need my weekend. I need a rest. Well, well God did it in six and he rested in one. Do you think he's creating the, 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 the principles and, and, and the patterns that we should live by as well. I was just, just throwing it out there this morning. Um, so we, God says to teach us to number our, our, our days. Time is precious. Time is really precious. But I believe we should have an excellent spirit when it comes to our time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about Sundays. And, and, and if I'm honest and off the record... <laughs> on the video. <laughs> um, I, I think it's crazy if people miss a Sunday. I don't like, we're the believers in Jesus Christ and, 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 and we get together to encourage one another and to spur one another on. Man, uh, people just go, oh, you know, I just need a break from God. I'm, I'm just worn out or I'm hurt. Or, and, and you choose not to come to church. You Basically what you're saying is you're, you're cutting yourself off from the body of Christ. Has anyone ever, I mean, I hope this has never happened to you, but have you ever cut a finger off? I pray you haven't. But, but if you, it's like saying, you know what? Oh, that, that finger just needs some time away from the body to heal. And you put the finger over here. I say, okay, you just have some time away from the body to heal. But the very attachment to the body and the life and the blood that flows through the body brings the healing you might, you might, hey, just, hey, you know what? Turn up on a Sunday. Don't worry about serving anywhere. Just be in the presence of God and let us love you. Let God love you. That's how you take time out. You don't go time out. I'm not coming to church. That's just dumb. Sorry. It's not in my notes. I just want to share that. Get off my chest. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? Why I say that? Why I say that is because I've seen too many people isolated. And I've seen too many people taken out by the devil. 
So I get a little bit passionate about, about that. If you need to rest, just rest in church. Rest in a place that people are going to love you. God's going to love you. Uh, amen. All right. Um, there's, an, there's enough time in the day. Let's honor, our God, uh, honor God with our time. Um, you know, in James chapter 1, I shared this before, verse 22, it says this, but be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. You know, let's, let's use our life. Let's use our time to, to reach people for Jesus. I love that you, we all have jobs. And I believe, there's, I believe God's called you into the workforce. I believe God's graced you to do this and God's graced you to do that. But let's not just keep it separate. Let's involve our whole world in the call of Jesus Christ. We give God our best on Sundays. Uh, how many of us know that church was, is God's idea? It's not my idea, but I love it. I'm on board. I think, Jesus, this was a good idea. Uh, but here's the thing. We get into trouble when we start not agreeing with some of the things Jesus says. But I want to say, you know, when it comes to the church of Jesus Christ, it's His idea, and I believe. Um, and I'll share it again in Hebrews chapter 10, which we started our series off, but I want to keep going. Um, you can always tell um, what people value by what they're on time for. You, you know, if you're going for a, a job interview, who knows if you want that job, you're going to turn up early. If you, if you don't turn up early, you, I, you're not going to get that job. Or you're not, if you don't turn up on time. You know, who knows, like, when, when you go to the movies, you're early. Anyone early to the movies? Who likes rocking up to the movies late, missing that key part, which sets up the whole movie? Of course not. But why do... Put those arrows down. Why do we turn up late for church? Some, sometimes. All right. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to pay us out this morning, but I'm just going to bring a value system. And I never want to, I want, I, I, I want to encourage you, be at church quarter of an hour early. Have a chat with someone. Pray with someone. Connect with someone. Listen to someone. Encourage someone. But don't just turn up to church. Oh, it starts at 10 and then I can come in and I can worship God and I can listen to the message and uh, then I'm out of here. Uh, that's okay. If you're in that space, uh, we love you. That's all right. Um, but I'm saying, come on, be, be part of the body of Christ. Be part of church. Keep going. Let's keep going. Otherwise, we will run out of time. Um. I want, I want to let you know that everyone can serve in the life of church. Every person. Uh, it's a myth that there's not a space for you to serve. We, we, we have a, uh, policies and procedures, and please don't be offended if any of them then change the direction of where you might be serving in the life of the church. But we have them in for safety, for reasons, and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And so we want to create a space for you to serve. In fact, we will create a space for you to serve. We will find an area. But I want to say every single person can serve in the life of the church. And next week I want to talk about this a little bit more, about being part of the big acronym, Belong, Invest, and Grow. And so I want to share that more next week. But come on, when it comes to our time, let's serve in church. 
You know, there's different teams in the life of the church, and diff- many of them are serving. They're giving up a lot of time. Why? To be part of the body of Christ, giving God their gifts, surrendering their lives to create an atmosphere for you and for me. You know, I love the people on the, my favorite team as every team. Just saved myself there. I really like the people on the hosting team. <laughs> and the people on this, and, 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 and I'll name them all. Um, no, why? Because cause they're the people that are going to bring a smile. First person, when you have had a bad day, you're walking into church and you see that person again smiling. Hey, welcome to church. Shut up. Hey, thanks for coming to church. Yeah, it was good. The hosting team have the ability, and I tell them this all the time, to change the very spirit in someone's heart as soon as they walk through that door. Because you'll smile. Everyone smile. All right, we've got four dentists in the life of the church. We'll help you out. No. No, your smile is important. Hey, welcome this morning. Hey, how you doing? Why? Because everyone wants to know they're valued. And as a, as when it comes to our time, we give God our time when we serve in the life of the church. I want to excel in giving God my best when it comes to time. I pray that you'll be part of the life of the church. I pray that it's something that you're passionate about. It's the body of Christ. And, and where Jesus says in Ephesians that it's the, it's the tool that he's going to use to display the rich variety of the gifts to the world that we live in. The church is what Jesus is coming back for. I'm passionate about the church. And so I pray that you'll be passionate. We'll carry an excellent spirit about the church. Next thing I want to get into this morning um, is I, I want to excel on giving God my best when it comes to my treasure, when it comes to my finances. Now, if you've been coming along to this church for a while, you'll know that we we sort of brush on the whole tithing thing. We talk about it a little bit. We pray into it, but we don't over-exaggerate it. Um, but this morning, I want to I wanna unpack it just a little bit because I believe it will bless you so much. And for an for, for a, a early part of my Christian life, um, I tithed, I gave to God, but moreover than that, I was just generous. I'd always just buy people stuff and... You know, generally it would come to food or something like that, and because I'd eat some of it as well. And but, but then then I grew up a little bit, and uh, I got married to the amazing Pastor Desiree, and um, we got married when we were 21, so many just a few years ago. Um, <laughs> and uh, from that day onwards, though, we had agreed together that we would tithe. And now tithing is, is giving God a tenth of our income, bringing it into the storehouse where we get fed spiritually. And ever since then, man, have we been blessed. And so I'm not going to go into a massive testimonies of this this morning. I want to really just teach through it because I want you to be blessed. It's nothing to do with the church getting more money. And, and in fact, as you go through this with me, I pray that you'll just open up your heart. And, and in a few weeks' time, we'll, we'll get some people up as well, just sharing testimony on how God, how they went on the journey with, with tithing. They tested God, and God's blessed them. Is that cool? So let's keep an open spirit. Um, we, we don't shy away from talking about finances. Why? Because we know it's going to bless you. I really believe it will bless you. Um, 
uh, we, here's the thing. Some people might say we talk about money. Or oh, another Pentecostal church. They talk about money again. Well, here's the thing is pack and save is not after your friendship. What's pack and save after? Pack and save want your money. They'll give you something for it. That's cool. But here's the thing. We as a church, we're after your friendship first and foremost. And I'm not trying to pay out pack and save. I think it's a great grocery store. Go and get your food from it, blah, blah, blah. You know, no lawsuits, please. Anyway, um, but what I'm saying is we're about friendship. But we're also about obeying the Word of God in our lives. And so I pray that we'll unpack this together. Do you know that the Bible has five, over 500 scriptures just on 500 scripture about prayer, 500 scriptures about faith, and over 2,000 scriptures about money and possessions? So if, the, if Jesus talked about it a whole lot, and in fact, 16 out of the 38 parables uh, all talk about money and possessions. So if Jesus is talking about it a lot, I think we need to talk about it as well as a church. And so there's one in 10 verses talk about money. So it's a reality that God has called us. We know that um, there's the parable of the good steward, being a good steward of what we have. And we've gone through that earlier in this year about how we use well what God's given to us. And his reply is, well done, good and faithful servants. To those who use um, the little they have, more is going to be given to you. And I've seen that happen in my own life. We've just honored God with, our, with the small that we have, and he's just given and given and blessed us and blessed us. And so I pray that for you this morning. I pray that you would um, align yourself with an excellent spirit when it comes to treasure in your heart towards what God says and how we should use it. Um, let's read Malachi chapter 3. Are we all good? Um, I love um, Robert Morris, Pastor Robert Morris. has done a great teaching on the whole tithing. And I, I'm not, I don't have the time to unpack it as much as he has. But if you look up Robert Morris and you look up The Blessed Life and, uh, and go through a whole lot of the teaching that he has, I know, I know something will help uh, if this is a challenge. In your life, but I want to read Malachi chapter 3 and verses, I think it was from 6 to 12. Um, it says, This I am the Lord and I do not change. That is why your descendants of Jacob are not already destroyed. Ever since the day of your ancestors, you have scorned my decrees and failed to obey them. He says, This now return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of heaven's army. But you ask, how can we return when we have not gone away? And then this is, should people cheat God, yet who, you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? This is the reply. This is amazing. It says, you have cheated me on the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do so, who knows that? We like the if you do so. All right. Says the Lord of the heavens armies. He says this. I will open up the windows of heaven uh, for you and I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. He just says, try it. Put me to the test. 
Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insect and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of the heaven's armies. And then all the nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of the heaven's army. Man, there's so much in there that we can, whoa, can unpack. But the first thing is, when it comes to the tithe, when it comes to bringing a tenth, of what our increase, what in comes into our, what the easiest way to do this is what in comes into our bank account from our uh, employer. That's the easiest way to, to figure it out, just to help you out. Don't get down in the detail right now. But what the increase that comes in, we bring a tithe into the storehouse, a tenth. So Desiree and I, when we get paid, we bring in, we return a tithe back into the storehouse as a church. Why? Because we want to have an excellent spirit when it comes to our treasure. But more than that, though, it's, I don't want to not do it because it's something that God asks us to do. He says this, but I love it. This is the only place in the Bible when it comes to, comes to testing God that you're allowed to test Him. Because it says, do not test the Lord your God. But when it comes to, this is the place where God says, try it. He says, try it. Put me to the test. And in fact, I know pastors that just say the same thing. Try it. For, for six months, tithe regularly into the church. And if nothing happens, we'll give it all back. That's what, that's, I, know, I know people who do that. I'm like, okay, cool. Not a bad idea. I'm happy to do the same. But I know you're going to be blessed. I know that you're going to be blessed. When it, when it says this, put me to the test, um, try it. It says, your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them. And your insects and disease, from insects and disease, your grapes will not fall from the vine. I love this promise when it comes to finances and when it comes, not to the fact that the windows of heaven are going to be opened up over our life, but my favorite thing right now is because it says that he will rebuke the devourer, that it says in the similar translation in New King James. Like, why? Because I have a wife and three kids now. I'm going for that one every day rather than the grapes falling from the vine. I'm like, Lord, if you, says, you, if you say that you're going to rebuke the devourer, I, that, man, that's, that's, that's an insurance policy that I want to pay for. I don't know about you, but I want to I wanna honor God in my finances. Why? Because I know and I have seen the windows of heaven opened up and poured out over our lives such a blessing. And we want that for you. We want it for you. And I've seen it in the life of the church. I've, I've got friends who have, who have walked this journey and they've had promotion. They've now got another job. They've got company cars. They've got, I'm like, it's like one of those times where you just want to go, I told you so. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But here's the thing. Isn't it a hard thing to do? It's a hard thing to do because the devil will always try and push and pick at something that's going to bless you so much. That's really what it is. And, 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 and it's also a hard thing to do because finances is the world's trust. If you've got money in your bank, you know, well, who do you need to trust in? You can pay that bill. You can do that. You can, you've got a roof on your head. You've got food coming in. You don't need to trust in anything. But when we give God a tithe and 10% of our increase, He will bless you. He will open up the windows of heaven. 
God releases uh, the purposes of God in our life when we submit and we humble ourselves when it comes to finances. I, I pray, and at the heart of this church is, is that we just want you to be blessed. John 10.10 10 says that Jesus came to, uh, to, to give us life and life in its fullness. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Our, our role as, as pastors is to teach you ways that you can live a blessed life. Here's, here's another one. If you're holding and harboring unforgiveness and bitterness, you've got to deal with that. Otherwise, you're going to... In fact, unforgiveness and bitterness is one of the seeds for physical illness. That's just sharing that right now. The Bible says that you're, you will physically start getting ill and sick when you harbor unforgiveness and bitterness. Now, hey, if you've been hurt and someone's really destroyed you, man, that's, I'm, I'm sorry about that. But that's what Jesus did on the cross for you and for me. If you come to him and lay it at his feet and cry and say, God, I don't know how I can do this. But that's why the Holy Spirit's called the comforter and counselor. Because he will come and he'll minister into your heart. I know there's people, I have friends who have had horrendous things happen to them, but are living a free life because they've let go of that unforgiveness and that bitterness. And they're living a blessed life. This is just another way that you can live a blessed life when it comes to finances. Um, cool? Awesome. Yeah, won't we get the band up? There'll be a great. So it's a challenge. Bringing a tithe, bringing a tenth of our increase into the storehouse. Giving it to God, surrendering it. That's a challenge. Giving God our time. Giving God our, our world and going, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be part of this. I'm going to be part. I love the church. I, I pray that you love the church as well. We're one big family. You know, but here's the thing is, don't, let's not be that cousin who sits in the chair when everyone else does the dishes at, at the family gatherings. Who's got a cousin like that? <laughs> Some of us. Now let's just all pitch in. Let's all be part of the church. Let's all do. Let's all serve. Let's all, let's all bring our, like, let's, let's carry an excellent spirit in our time. Let's carry an excellent spirit with, spirit with our treasure. The last thing, let's, let's carry an excellent spirit with our talent. The, our talent is what God's given us. You know, right now we're, we're lucky, we're, we're blessed because the, these guys are carrying an excellent spirit. Because they're just like, okay, well, I can sing. I'll give it a go. And so we get to come into this place and worship God. I, I think we've got pretty good worship. Uh, great band but they're just serving God with their talent and this is not the pinnacle of serving God the pinnacle of serving God is using the gifts that God's given you my gift is not singing I can sing okay but it's probably not going to lead you into the presence of God (laughs) it'll lead you far far away But one of my gifts is to encourage and to love you. And I just try and do that as best as I can. Some of other people's gifts are administrators. Praise the Lord for all the administrators. They are my favorite, favorite gifts. 
Uh, they, they, they are far, far away from the gifts that I have. But man, those gifts are so important. So important. You might think, oh, I've got a boring, dumb gift. You know, that's what the big toe used to think. But if, you, if you're a person who knows anatomy and medicine, you can't walk without a big toe because it creates all your balance. Same with the inner ear. It's connected to the balance. Like we heard from Esther last week. You might think, oh, you might think you, you haven't got been gifted. No, you've been gifted. And so we give God our best when it comes to our talent. I think if there's one thing is a lot of people wait to be asked. At Equipus Church, we don't want to wait to ask you. We want you to come. We want you to step up. We want you to go, you know what, God, I'm going to give you. I'm going to serve with my talent and, and, and go from there. And so, so this morning, just three, I haven't got time to unpack that even more, but you're all talented. God's all graced you with something. You know, and uh, I, you know, I, I love the fact when I get to talk to people for a little bit longer than just five minutes and I get to hear what they're, what they're passionate about. You know, there was a there was a young lady up in Auckland. She was she saw a whole lot of young youth out of out of church just rolling the streets, going, Man, this is not good. So she thought, Well, what can we do about it? So she started gathering them together and just started teaching them. She's not a teacher. She just thought, oh, I'll get you together and let's see if we can do something. And out of that stemmed one of the largest creative learning schemes. In New Zealand. Why? Because she just got just gave God her gift. Gathering people together. You know, you've got gifts God can use. We we need great businessmen and women in the life of the church. We're sitting on a in an auditorium right now that can carry three hundred people. We've got some nice parents' rooms, we've got nice kids' rooms. But what I believe God wants to do, man, this isn't even big enough for the parents' room. Amen. It's like, so, well, how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to probably have to find and build bigger venues or or hire out different spaces. Well, what's that going to cost? It's going to take finances. You know, I've got a friend up in Auckland. He loves, he knows that his gift is giving. He gives probably close to, I don't know what he gives, but I'm guessing he gives probably close to over $100,000 a year into the mission and the vision of the life of the church. And they're seeing great things happen. Why? Because he's a person who knows and he's valuing the gift on his life. If you're a person that has like mercy and you want to love people and pray for people, I mean, just go and love people and pray for people. I had someone this week ring me up last night. Hey, we've got this situation. Are you able? I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. I loved seeing that person in, in action, bringing pastoral care around someone, you know, what is it that God's graced you with? And, and don't say nothing, because He hasn't. He's, he's given you something. The Holy Spirit's given you everyone a gift. And I believe it's time that the church of Jesus Christ needs to stand up together, together, to see the glory of God for our nation, for our city. You know, as some of you will know, that we've recently just taken on the leadership of the Mosgiel Church. What's that going to need? It's going to need more gifts. <laughs> it's going to need more people, more people serving, 
more people believing for God, for another great church out of Mosgill Family Church. But it's all of us coming together to be the body of Christ. Amen. Why don't we jump to our feet or stand? You don't have to jump. So there's, I remember when I was hearing some of this stuff for the first time, it was, it was pretty challenging. Some of the stuff oh, I had to wrestle with. And, and that's okay because that's God. God's okay. You're allowed to wrestle with it. You're allowed to let Him come and lead you. But when we humble ourselves and align ourselves to the Word of God, then God will truly bless you. God will truly move in your life. And this is us as a church. As a church, we all pitch in. As a church, we all do this. That's, that's why this morning when we did that, redid that praise thing, it's because it's awkward when one person just goes, praise. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, <laughs> praise. No, this is us as a church. We praise, right? It's like, oh, because then suddenly you're just feeling awkward for that person. They're like, oh, am I going to do it for the next one, next line? Oh, you know exactly what I mean. Or maybe it's just me. But no, when this is us, when we all value, we carry an excellent spirit with our time, our treasure, and our talent, man, it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing what God does, what God does. And so, Lord, across this room this morning, there's probably been many things that has triggered or touched a nerve maybe. Maybe there's areas of humility that we need to really ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and help us with. Lord, I I pray that. I pray that for every person. Lord, I don't know where they're at, but you do. When it comes to our time, when it comes to our treasure, and when it comes to our talent, how are we surrendering them to you? How are, how are we using the world and the life that you've given us to serve you, Jesus? And I just pray, Holy Spirit, right now, you'd not, there'd be some conviction, but also, Lord, knowing that you're journeying with each other. And so, Lord, I pray that today even there might be a try me in this and the windows of heaven being released. Holy Spirit, I thank you for every person in this room. And I pray your blessing over them. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.